Hi, I'm Carolina. And I'm Amanda. And we are co-owners of Booty Yoga and founders of Flowlift in La Jolla. That's our workout. Um, we are doing our third part, third podcast today, and it's about yoga and dudes. So we've got three guys coming, very different, all of them. One has never done yoga. The other one does yoga every single day at our studio. And the third one is my husband who doesn't come very often, but he does, he has done yoga before. He gets dragged there by his wife. He does. Um, yeah. So we wanted to get some men together today because we're just wondering why more men don't do it. Um, I mean, it's certainly not, if you look back in history at one point, it was only for men and women weren't even allowed to practice yoga you know, way back in the day in India. So we're just wondering, like, where did it change? Why don't men, or as much men, want to do yoga or are attracted to coming to yoga classes? So let's welcome our guests. All right, guys, here we are with Brandon, who does yoga all the time. Say hi, Brandon. Hello. And we've got Sam, who has never done yoga. Hi, Sam. <laughs> uh, waiting for one more. He's going to pop in a little bit later. He's my husband. He's having computer issues, but he'll be here. Um, we wanted to start off with Sam since he's never done yoga. We're going to ask you, first of all, what have you heard about yoga? Like, what do you know about yoga? What do you envision it to be like? What have you heard? Uh, I've definitely heard of yoga before. know a lot of people that do it. I probably should be doing it because uh, I am extremely unflexible and I could, my body could probably use it. Um, I've heard so many different variations of yoga, you know, hot yoga and, and, and uh, all, all these different types. Um, and yeah, I've never, I've never uh, done it before, probably because I'm so not flexible that it is uh, painful to actually do it. But meanwhile, that's probably exactly why I should be doing it. Yeah. And what about, um, what kind of physical exercise do you do? Um, I like doing a lot of outdoor stuff. So I like, I mean, whether it's just walking or hiking or uh, camping or beach volleyball, or I like being active out, um, out in the world and in nature, but uh, I've never tried yoga before. Um, I've definitely considered it. And I, like I said, I should be doing it, but uh, I just haven't. All right, and Haney just joined us. Say hi, hi Haney. Hi, hi, how are you guys? Good. Good. Just getting started, we've got Sam, who's never done yoga, and Brandon, who comes to the studio every day. Um, the other, you wanna pop in with some questions for Sam? More questions for Sam, Amanda? Yeah, I was just wondering, like, do you ever think about your mobility, like, in your joints? Like, do you feel tight? Do you feel, like, as you maybe get a little bit older, like, does it stress you out thinking about like your ability to move? Cause obviously your sound sounds like you're fit. So like yeah. fitness is sort of one thing. And then I feel like mobility is another. And ideally we're all like doing both. Do you have, does it ever even occur to you? Cause I feel like a lot of people, they don't really think about it. Yes. No, it definitely occurs to me. Um, I think about it every time I'm sitting at my desk working and my back is tight and my hips are tight. And, um, I got in a motorcycle accident a few years ago and that got me, uh, in bed for a long time, which I think made everything even worse. 
Um, so yes, I think about it all the time. I, I always feel the, the, the tight muscles in my, my lower back and my hips and now throughout my leg as well. So. And then do you feel like, are you scared to come to yoga? Is there anything like, if you think like, what's the scariest thing about starting yoga? Um, there's definitely a little bit of fear just, um, with the, with the discomfort, uh, like if I try and bend down and touch my toes, I could get maybe to a 90 degree angle and that's about it. But that's, I've always been like that. I've always had very, um, tight muscles and hamstrings, especially. Um, but, uh, you know, though, I guess the only thing that's really, there's nothing that's really stopped me, I guess, I guess I just haven't made it a priority to actually do it, which getting older, I, I really should be doing it. It's only going to get worse over time. So. Um, I've definitely considered uh, starting. I would need to find, obviously, a class for somebody as beginner as me, which, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's definitely something I would like to do. I just have yet to actually do it, but I, I really I really do need to. I think we're going to, like, get you in the studio after this. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea's um, been trying to get me in there for a while, so we'll see I if bet. you guys can I do bet. it. <laughs> And like, what do you think yoga is all about? Like, do you feel like you kind of know what it's like when you go to a class or does it seem like very mysterious to you? Um, I think I have a, a general idea, but I'm sure there's a lot that I don't know about, a lot of benefits to it that um, would only come with actually doing it and feeling the results yourself. Um, but, you know, when I think of yoga, I just think of stretching and loosening up your muscles and being more flexible and taking care of your body. Um, that's usually the, the first place my head goes when I think about yoga. Yeah. yeah. And breathing, yeah. of course. And breathing, yes. Yeah. Which makes the pain less. Right. You've got right. a teacher. And interesting. It's interesting to me that you said, like, you know, when you think about going to yoga, the only thing you can think of is, like, going into a forward fold and not being able to touch the floor, right? So, like, comparing yourself to other people or, like, I don't know, judging that as like a sign of like being too tight for yoga, but it's the exact opposite, right? Like if you bent your knees, you can definitely touch the floor. So that's always an option. Like it's not this competition thing or, you know, but I think maybe that's like a, a male mentality, like the competition part of it. Cause I've heard my husband say it before, like he hates doing yoga next to me because it makes him upset that I'm so good at it. Or he'll see people, right, Haney? Well, I'm not upset that you're great at it. I'm upset that I suck at it. So it's more of that. Um, well, I guess that notion of being good or bad at yoga, um, I mean, I guess we're human and we always like think that way, but you can't really be bad at yoga. It's true. I mean, you're good at yoga. Yeah. I've seen you. <laughs> um, okay, so let's ask Brandon some questions because he's kind of at the opposite end of the spectrum. And I can't remember when you started coming, Brandon, but you've you've been coming every single day. It seems like I come quite a bit. It's yeah. uh, unfortunate because of the uh, location. So I work a couple of blocks away, so I'm able to incorporate it into my workday. And so that's a huge, uh, I think, benefit because it's like I work a desk job. I'm always sitting. I'm always on calls. So to be able, and you guys have classes throughout the day. So if I can, it's kind of like my lunch break. I can uh, 
sneak away, go. It's, you know, uh, it works. And how long have you been coming pretty consistently? Yeah, I'd say to your studio a couple of years. The first class I ever did, it was actually in college. I took yoga in college at UCLA. And I remember it because it's the only class I never missed. So it was like, uh-huh. uh, I enjoyed going back then. And that was, you know, quite a while ago. So, and then of course I didn't do it for a number of years. And then with the pandemic and everything, just looking to be more active and, and getting older, um, it's just, uh, it, it fits kind of my schedule and, and what I'm trying to do. And you what have you, oh, no, no. Like, you seem to be one of those people that like, like to come as much as you do, like yoga gets its like hooks in some people. Like it got mm-hmm. me when I first started doing it and I, I couldn't have stopped if I tried. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be one of those people. Like, so there's something more than just the convenience of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything you can say about how it makes your body feel and like maybe just your overall mental state and even like emotional state? Yeah, both physically and mentally. Like afterwards, you know, just it makes you feel like you've done something for yourself for the day. So you feel like you've, you know, you feel better. And then physically, um, you know, watching my parents, my mom had arthritis, my dad's turning 80 and has really, really like tight hips. And I just know as you age, you know, everything you read and just common wisdom tells you that mobility is something that you need to, mobility and strength are really important. So just knowing that it's good for you, um, from a mental standpoint, not only with the physical that you feel good and you can get a sweat, yeah. Um, yeah, I like that part. I like the fact that it's like not on you that you're kind of being told what to do. So it's not <laughs> like you're going to a gym and it's like you have to come up with your exercise. You, a lot of times you just close your eyes and listen to the music and just, you know, do as instructed. So that part about it, uh, I really like. Yeah, that's true. It's nice to be led. It is nice to be led. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that recently at the studio from somebody else. Like they were like, I just want to come here and not think. Like yeah. I just be told what to do and then I'm done and it's over and I feel great, you know? Um, it's actually what a big you- thing for me as well. When I go to a, a gym or something, I walk in there and I'm like, I have no idea what to do. This is, this is frustrating. I definitely like being in a class that's led a lot more um, yeah. than just doing my own thing because I'm not a professional by any means, you know, in the gym. So, But even at the gym, I feel like because I, I had a trainer and Haney has a trainer. After a while, I feel like I'm doing the same things over and over again. Like there's not a lot of, um, they don't mix it up enough. I don't know. With yoga, like it's different every time. At least me and Amanda's classes, we teach a different class every single time. So it doesn't get boring. So I don't know. Yeah. Change That's it up. Change it up. Yeah. While being told what, to do. Being told what to do. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Haney. Yes. Why don't you tell us why you stopped doing yoga? Have we have we come to that determination? <laughs> He's taking up his uh, I haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. I, I'm just taking a, a break, I guess. Um, so so look, I mean, yoga, I know it's great for me. Um, I know it's healthy. I know it's exactly what I need. Uh, But I also know that it's really, really hard for me. Um, And, you know, I've uh, 
you know, done the gym workouts. Um, and yoga is by far like the hardest workout that I do personally. Um, and so I know I need it, right? Um, it's really interesting that you guys talk about the gym. And, I, and I, I've tried to kind of think about why I have not been going as much as I should. And I think I just determined that I, that I really like the, the personal interaction of going to the gym. Um, I'm a social guy. I think, you know, I, I do use a trainer. Um, so I guess I'm, I am guided throughout my training session. But we also talk. We talk for an hour. And one of the things in yoga is I can't talk for an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> that impacts kind of the but the you can talk before the, and after you can, talk before, you can talk before oh, that's, and after that's right that's right i can i can't talk before and after um so i think so i think that's probably a little part of it and, and i've actually done the uh, like the partner uh yoga classes that you've had and i really enjoyed that but i think as i, as I was thinking about it it was very interactive right like we were talking the whole time and you know, you would give out instructions and we would do it and we'd laugh and we'd make fun of each other. And I think that was part of the appeal to, to those classes. Uh, but long story short, it's great for me. I know it is. It's really hard for me. Um, I know I need to be on the line. Do you think that it's hard for you because you're going to the hardest teacher in the county? <laughs> that is true. The two hardest teachers. I, mean, I don't think you're not. Well, but if you went to my slow flow class, I need like, I, I it's, need not that it, it's not that it's, yeah, I, I just think you might like it more. And then is your trainer a man or a woman? A man. Do you think if there were more men in the room, would that have any bearing on your experience or not? I don't think so. I don't no. think so. I mean, there's usually a few when I do go. Um, mm -hmm. That's true. And I, see, and I see some that are great and some that are struggling just as much as I am. So I, I don't think so. Does it make you feel a little better when, I don't know, other people are around like the same level as you or whatever? Whatever. Like you're not in a room full of people like flying into handstands? I think so. I think yeah. so. But I do fall into my headstand sometimes. So I That's feel true. That's so good about that. Yeah. Um, no, but there are certain poses that I'm not, you know, anywhere close to, and, and there are certain poses that I do that I'm like, all right, you know, you're, you're getting there. Yeah. Cause men do but tend to be see the progress just with a little bit of practice. Like yeah. I don't go often, but, but to see the progress just in a few visits, uh, is, is pretty amazing really. Yeah. And I think that's good for like in general, I feel like men are a little more goal oriented and, and I, but everyone likes to feel progression, but you could say men are a little bit more like, this needs to be doing something for me if I'm going to make the time. And there sort of has to be like this marked progression. Do you guys feel like that? You know, it's interesting you say that. I mean, I, I'm definitely goal oriented and and most aspects of my life. Uh, but the funny thing about yoga is when you do hit that goal or if you do hit that handstand, nobody's actually seeing it, right? right. <laughs> it's only you and maybe the teacher, and maybe the teacher. So. Yeah. And it's kind of an opportunity to let all that go. Let all that go. Because almost everything else in life is like progression-based. 
So it's like a chance to kind of forget about that. But it can be hard. But it can be hard. Yeah. Um, I have a question for Sam. So what would it take for you to like try yoga? Is it like your girlfriend forcing you to go to class or is it like having a studio two steps away or is it like a challenge where you're, you know, like jumpstart practicing and then kind of stick with it for a while? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm not opposed to trying a class by any means. I just I just never have. Um, I'm sure the convenience factor would definitely help if I had a studio as close as Brandon does where I could just walk over, you know, during lunch and, and, and give it a shot. Uh, that'd be great. Um, I work from home and uh, I'm one of those people that when I start working, I lock myself in and all of a sudden it's 6 p.m. and I have no idea where the day went. Um, so I'm definitely not opposed to doing it by any means. And I know I really, really need to. I'm sure that convenience factor would be a big thing. Um, I mean, if somebody said, hey, I'm going to a yoga class, come check it out with me. And, and I didn't have something else to do. I, I, I absolutely would do it. Um, so I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the convenience thing. Um, I'm not opposed to it. So it's not like somebody really has to convince me to, you know, do it and, and say, oh, but it's good for you. I know it's good for me. I really should do it. It's just, I guess, a matter of time in, a, in, in the busy schedule to, to get there and just to actually get out there and do it, you know? And how, how old are you, Sam? I'm 34. 34. Okay. Yeah. And how do you think yoga would benefit you like in your life especially with like a sedentary lifestyle and at least with work yeah it, i mean it would benefit me a lot so when, when i got in a motorcycle accident a few years ago i had uh, i did physical therapy to learn how to walk again for two years three times three times a day for two years it was a lot a lot of stretching um to, to get those muscles working again and even after those two years, I mean, yes, I noticed a huge difference in how my body felt after being in bed for so long. It, my, my back and my hips and everything started to feel a lot better. I didn't see any difference in my flexibility. I still couldn't get much farther than I had before. I mean, it was a very minor amount of difference. My body felt much, much better. But I think sometimes seeing the progress, uh, you know, would, would really uh, motivates you. And I didn't see any progress. I felt it, but I didn't see any progress. So I'm like, wow, I've been doing uh, physical therapy, you know, three times a day for two years, and I still can't get anywhere near my toes. Uh, I guess that kind of turns you off a little bit right there. Um, but again, I know I noticed how it felt. I felt so much better. Um, after being in bed so long, there was not a, a point in the day where my back or hips didn't hurt or, you know, my body didn't didn't feel terrible. But then when I started doing that, that all went away. But you know, again, I didn't, I didn't see uh, an, an increase in my flexibility. So I think that was just a little bit of a turnoff right there. Yeah, okay. I think whenever I have students have to do physical therapy for something else, they always say how much how easy it is compared to yoga. I mean, physical therapy is, works so so well, and it's so well, and you know, it's it's very very awesome. But it's all these subtle repetitive movements sort of designed towards something very, very specific where yoga is like, you know, it's addressing your entire body. And, but you would feel like, like Haney said, you'd go two or three times and you'd feel a lot of progression. I mean, you wouldn't, you know, it could take months to 
really get deep into a forward fold, but um, it does make a much bigger impact, I think, overall on your body and your flexibility and your strength than physical therapy does. But it's like, thank God for physical therapy, because that's what brought you back from that accident. Yeah. Right. And I noticed it with Brandon. I mean, you, your flexibility has increased so much. And you lost yeah. weight, I feel like. Like, you look very lean. Yeah. Um, and like your upper body strength is crazy now. Like he's doing forearm stand, handstand, all that stuff that he couldn't never do before. No. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I felt, I mean, just over the last couple of years, I felt not as much back pain, way more mobile, um, stronger and healthier overall. And it's because of the, you know, the consistency, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, you hardly ever miss a day. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? Go ahead. I was just going to say with those more advanced type poses, did they just kind of happen naturally from going all the time? Or were you like, I would like to be able to, you know, do a handstand or do a forearm stand or just, just, you know, just kind of organically like. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of like we were talking about earlier. Like it's not like goal driven. It's kind of just going and experiencing it and feeling better afterwards and not knowing so when I first started, I honestly liked it because of the uh, the ending part, the rest. Uh, you know. And then as you go more and more, you you know you, you get better at it. So yeah. And what would you say to other guys out there who have never done it, or maybe like hesitant to try it? Like, what would you tell them to encourage them to go? Just that the uh, the the benefits that you derive from it, I think it's just really, um, really healthy and good for you, especially as you, as you get a little bit older. And, uh, it's, it's interesting to watch it now to kind of how it's, uh, evolved into like now athletes, it's really a part of their training. Like if you look at NBA players or baseball players or football players, like a lot of them do have yoga as far as, especially with basketball. I know that. Um, a lot of them practice yoga to, to help with their training. Yeah. 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 It's true. And speaking of training, Haney is an avid pickleball player. He's trained all the time now. And I'm really worried about him because (laughs) and he just turned 51. Ooh, outing you. Totally. Um, so it's like pickleball, it's one-sided. I mean, you are using both sides of your body, but like you've got a forehand and a backhand and you've got a strong side and a weaker side. And when you do something that's asymmetrical, you really need a symmetrical mobility, cross training, Haney. So. (laughs) I are absolutely right about that because uh, I have had minor injuries in pickleball and they're always right side right it's always my right arm my right shoulder my right elbow uh so you're you're absolutely right about that yeah i mean the more you can do this kind of it's so much more than just stretching right it's like breathing into your body it's creating symmetry between both sides whatever's weak gets strong whatever's tight gets more mobile so it's like when I stopped doing yoga and, you know, sometimes we'll go out of town over the summer for like two weeks. And of course, like I just get so lazy and I don't 
stretch and I don't do yoga and I'll do it very sporadically. And right away I start getting sciatica pain. So it's like a shooting pain down my leg and, and I'm just walking. I'll just be walking and it's a shooting pain. And it's because of not stretching my hips and low back and my hamstrings. So everything gets compressed and I feel like shit. I feel like 90, 90 years old and my body just turns into like a rock. So I know that I have, I can't not do yoga at least. I don't know. Cause I know what it feels like when I do do yoga, you know, regularly and consistently. So. As Carolina knows, I'm not a very good breather either. Right. Um, so, so Carolina has, has been teaching me the importance of, of breathing. Um, and I do notice that's a huge impact when I'm in class, right? Just breathing through my nose is not natural. Feeling it, you know, in your throat, as you guys like to say, was never really a, a, a sensation that I had. So, so that's actually a really big part of it, right? Because I think that affects your sleep, your energy levels, your state of mind, your mentality. Uh, so it's also a huge benefit that I've seen. And has, like, have you learned more how to breathe from yoga and from Carolina? I have. This is, this is, this is probably TMI, but I'm, I'm a big snore at night. Um, and so, uh, so now I wear this tape on my mouth. Right? Yeah. And I'm learning how to breathe through my nose when I sleep. Um, and knock on wood, I haven't been snoring the last couple of weeks, which is great. That's amazing. Yeah, so that's, that's amazing. I know. Yeah. Naturally, right? Oh, your dog crazy. Um, a lot of that breathing stuff came from that book. Um, that's one of my gave it to me, and it's called Breath by James Nestor, and. You read the whole book, right, Amanda? The breath book by Jason. It's amazing. And it it has all the like why and how and the research and this doctor and that doctor, all these civilizations that all practiced breathing through the nose and how bad it is to breathe through your mouth. And that book just, I mean, I knew a lot about breath being a yoga teacher, but just reading that book has forced me to like look at everybody around me and be like, close your mouth breathe through your nose. Don't breathe through your mouth. Like, I don't know. It's, it's huge. Yeah. I think it's a bigger piece even then. I mean, it's wonderful to be flexible, strong, and mobile, but the power of learning really how to breathe and breathing through your nose, I think is the greatest benefit of all of yoga. Yeah. And like learning how to turn inward and not you don't necessarily have to be social for an hour. Like just have, it's like, you're sort of forced to hang out with yourself. You can't watch TV while you're working, doing yoga. You can't listen. Well, you can listen to music that's being played, but you know, you really have to hang out with yourself for that hour. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't know if I have any more questions. Do you, Amanda? No, I think, thank you, Brandon, for being that example of a guy who comes to yoga all the time. And thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Amy and Sam, has he inspired you to maybe pick up some yoga in your life? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I I really need to. So we'll get you in the 
Haney, I'll be, I'll be back. Tuesday be mornings, back. 8.30, Haney. <laughs> I think you would enjoy the slow flow. You know, you have to find what's good for you. And especially in the beginning, when you're just getting started, like starting slower and more gentle is always better. You'll just have a better foundation, right? To be able to go in and do the more active um, classes that make you sweat and get get a right. workout. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thanks for giving us the time and the perspective. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for sure. having us. Thank you. Awesome day, everybody. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Well, that was very enlightening, don't you think? Definitely. It's nice to get the three different perspectives. Um, I think we talked Sam into doing yoga. I do too. I hope he comes. Me too. Um, so our next podcast episode is going to be an introduction to our workout flow lift. You know, why we created it, what it is, why do we love it, all that stuff. The whole evolution of creating a workout, which has been an amazing experience. So that will be next month. Stay tuned. You can find our podcast on YouTube under Booty Babble and on Spotify under Booty Babble as well. And if you want to take online classes with us, you go to yourbooty.com for the yoga and flowliftfitness.com to try our workout. And if you live in La Jolla or San Diego, come see us at Booty Yoga on Girard Avenue. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for Bye.